Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, we're going to go over what happened after last night's Raw went off the air. <sighs> Vince McMahon's at it again. We have a backstage update on WWE's response to last night's Raw. And a backstage update on WWE's plans for Indershare. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Andy Murray. And this is the news. You want to know what happened after Raw went off the air last night? People went home. Show of respect. Good. For the building by going home. Um, Yeah, so Damian Priest and Seth Rollins obviously had the main event for the World Heavyweight Championship on the show. Closed the night. It kind of continued recent events. Last week we had the tag match with AJ Styles. This week, uh, the Judgment Day once again accosted Rollins while he was in the ring and led to that main event last night, which was extremely well received. But while Rollins and then Priest were fighting when the cameras were rolling, when the cameras were not rolling, they were showing respect. What happened? (laughs) Priest went back up the ramp after the match, obviously. He let the victor take the ring and celebrate and all of that stuff. Rollins called him back into the ring and they shook hands Ooh. and there you go they went into business for themselves just like Triple H and, and the click that time the curtain call they, they curtain called it 2.0 and uh, 100% both of them are now getting fired <laughs> I'm speaking nonsense of course they, it's just a thing they did off camera they didn't go into business for themselves as if I need to explain that mm. PW Insider's Mike Johnson kind of reported on this but also uh, this video is on Twitter and everywhere like you know these things they get out there. They yeah. get out there, photos, everything else. Uh, yeah, a little bit of a handshake, a little bit of respect. Yes. Quite right in terms of the, the brilliant main event those two put on together. But I also wonder if possibly this is going to be included in the storyline. This isn't the same as someone who's just like had a bloodbath with someone and then yeah. going, oh, all right, now, now the camera's on. We're best friends. Play. Maybe they get introduced as part of the Judgment Day storyline. There was a little bit of tension. You know, you saw it earlier on in the night with Damien Priest being like, I don't need the rest of those losers in Judgment Day. And Finn Balor being like, stood right here, mate. Excuse me, brother. But also, obviously, <laughs> Balor tried to involve himself in the main event uh, and then he obviously stared down with <laughs> Seth Rollins afterwards. Maybe there's problems within the Judgment I Day. Hope not. And they're going to bring in J.D. McDonough probably in the long term. <laughs> Sounds like... The last thing I want is for the Judgment Day to split up and then JD McDonald's. Yeah, I don't want any changes. That four is perfect. It's it's the most fun stable. Why would you? Why would you mess with it? But it was reported recently. Who who reported that? I had it here and I've lost it. (laughs) Uh, It was reported recently that WWE personnel now see Priest as someone who's edging closer to that main event scene. So this presentation. He's in line with that. Yeah, I think he's done He's done sensational stuff. From the moment he arrived in WWE, he was great in NXT. Hanging in the hot uh, tub with Triple H in the background. Punishment Martinez. That's right. Of course. And 
yeah, I think we were all a little bit worried when he went up to the main roster, and then, by God, he's, he's had some absolute rippers. He's fit really well in the, this version of the Judgment Day, more so, I'd say. Mm -hmm. And obviously, we've got him to thank, really, for the, all, all the Bad Bunny stuff. Good-looking big men coming up from, from NXT. Damian Priest, carrying Cross. Mm. Conflicting paths, mm. different different levels of success. I think that's quite interesting. Obviously, they're very different. Mm. But Two yeah. young guys in this business, just sexy men, man. D Damian Priest, I get it. I got the joke. Yeah. I understood that. Um, Vince McMahon's at it again, Andy. Oh, good. With the white vans, damn Daniel. Wow, that's a reference from a few years back, isn't it? Okay. Um, um, no, by that I mean making significant changes to Monday Night Raw. He was uh, reportedly from uh, PW Insider backstage on last night's show, which uh, not that I want to endorse this, but makes a lot of sense considering they were in Hartford, Connecticut. So right next to Stanford. It's the same as, you know, Wales being Drew McIntyre's backyard, basically. Um, yeah, major changes to the show because, of course, he, although he has been doing that remotely, yeah. uh, as PW Insider also reports, uh, they said that his influence was absolutely felt um, and he's understood to have reworked and reordered parts of Raw to fit his vision of what he wanted. God knows what that is. Um, although, for once, the alterations weren't overtly stressful or over the top in what was required. Although I sense probably WWE's writers might have something to say about that. Um, his involvement didn't generate much resentment or anger. People have just, as wrestling fans have, kind of just sadly yeah. come to accept that he's back on the throne. Yeah. Uh, what was the quote they wrote here? Uh, one talent said, the band-aid has already been ripped off. That's the plaster has already been ripped, ripped, ripped off for our British viewers. There you go. Uh, yeah, first backstage visit, I think, since the Raw after WrestleMania. Yes. He's been doing his Zoom calls where he changes stuff. Last night he was at Gorilla. Um, yeah, I think reports like this show that, you know, when you when you talk about like Vince changing things and having the final say on creative and stuff, and, and sometimes there's a bit of pushback going, oh, what do you mean it's Triple H and all this stuff. Reports like this should really put that kind of, yeah. that kind of counterpoint to bed, really. Uh, we know what it is. We know he is back in this position of power. He's on the board of directors. He's leading the wrestling arm of the Endeavor, TKO, Nuco gimmick. He's back, baby. He's not writing every single show. Triple H is doing that. Seems to be the process is Chief Content Officer Papa H. Yeah, it's better than it was in the olden days. Under yeah, puts put most of the stuff together and then Vince just changes whatever he <laughs> sees fit rather than like complete chaos. But the opportunity for complete chaos does exist now because he has the power to the do bed. that. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, hey, it is what it is. Uh, you don't need to care about this stuff. You just need to kind of uh, take on the reports. Like, if you still enjoy the shows, you probably don't care that much. Yeah, I which think is if, fair. I, I think if you've been living under a rock from, from before uh, Vince came back, from uh, resigning in disgrace, of course, because yes. all the allegations, we should mention that. Um, I think if you watched last night's Raw, I watched it before I saw all these reports, you can feel it. It's just there's, there's certain things there's that are Vince-isms that you can, you know, promo trains, Hell of a lot of impromptu matches on last night's show. Um, that's that's Vince's thing. Um, however, last night's show was 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 good. But I'm not going to say, hey, maybe this is a good thing that Vince. Yeah, is back. it of course it's it was good in spite yeah, of him. Hundred percent. That's the line I always go with of that useless old creep. Um, <laughs> anyway, let's talk about the backstage reaction to last night's Raw, which was in Hartford, Connecticut. How she should do a bit. As you've just discussed slash mentioned, 
I was quite surprised by this, but I think this just illustrates the difference in the experience between attending something live and being there in the building and watching it on TV. Because I was watching Raw and I thought, this is a good show. The crowd are not very hot. Yeah. Different perspective from WWE backstage. PW Insider, Mike Johnson, reporting uh, that they, they had a lot of fun. The talent had a lot of fun in Hartford okay. last night. They did notice the, note the difference between this city and others like Montreal or New York, which have like reputations for being rowdy mm. and loud and all of that stuff. Um, but the, they were talking about like the volume of signs at the show. Oh, there's a Hartford. lot. Of, I noticed that. Yeah, signs everywhere. Bring that back. And that this being like a smaller, older building, like the acoustics felt different and made it feel really big. Apparently. Okay. Uh, one staff member commented as well that unlike modern venues that have like a screen on every, mm -hmm. like a big video screen. Harford building, what was it called? XL Center, it doesn't have any of those, which means that the fans were forced to pay attention to the ring and not the screen, which is good because none of us have attention spans anymore. Oh yeah. Worse than Goldfish. So if you remove one distraction, hey, it makes sense. Uh, and as a result, the building felt more unified in their reactions to what was happening in the ring. So this is cool, this is an interesting thing. I kind of threw this one in the video today because it does demonstrate that when you watch something on television, you go, oh, this crowd's dead. It's not always accurate. Yeah. Like there was a couple of things when I was watching Double or Nothing. Um, Good point. Yeah, like after the, not the first match, but like the Adam Cole, Chris Jericho, and then the tag title match, I was watching them going, wow, this is, this is really quiet. But then speaking to the boys who were in the building, they were like, nah, it was really loud. It's just like how they produce and how they mic stuff. And yeah. Sometimes it doesn't last. I'm, I'm glad that I'm always glad that we hear reports that people are happy to at their job. Basically, yeah. Um, I had a good day at my work. I do like the uh, the no screens thing because I have to admit I probably watched half of WrestleMania 39 on that yeah. big SoFi screen, and the moment that broke because there were some technical issues on I think both nights, half the crowd were like boo, <laughs> and the rest of us were like, "What have we done wrong? What has happened?" It's but difficult. It was just the screens went down. It's difficult, isn't it, when you're like quite far back. It's difficult yeah. not to look at the screen because it's a bit more amplified, it's a bit bigger. I always have this thing in my head when I'm doing that, like, oh, I should really, I'm here live, I should be watching this. Yeah. But then you're like, no, it's bigger, it is clearer. So like, it's it's a balance for the only sure. Thing, yeah, the only thing if, is if the, the the screen's like a split second off, Yeah. because oh, then you can see the yeah. pinfalls and, and whatever. It ruins it. Oh God, yeah, but. Um, Wrestling is ruined <laughs> by screens. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. 
Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful too for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. I'll tell you who else, who else got ruined last night. Sean Benjamin and Cedric Alexander yeah. by Indus Share. Specifically, uh, Cedric Alexander, who got injured. I do hope he was just injured it's, and it's not injured. Yeah. yeah, it's kidding. Um, he was, uh, well, they both got the crap beaten out of them because obviously Indus Share have been moved up to the main roster. They were doing stuff on NXT before. They're aligned with, uh, well, Veer and, uh, what's his name? Sanger. Sanger. <laughs> He's changed his name about three times in NXT. Veer and Beer. Yeah, Veer and Sanger uh, obviously have been aligned with Jinder Mahal for quite some time. Uh, they've mainly been doing squash matches, obviously, and they effectively did one here, except the match just didn't happen. They beat the crap out of uh, Benjamin and Alexander and, uh, it, as I say, injured him. And Mike Johnson from PW Insider reports that that angle was planned in advance. They are uh, currently really giving a big push to Indushare ahead of WWE's return to India with a September date reportedly in the works. Um, first major show in the nation in several years. Yeah. Is it the first one since they were like, maybe we'll have Jinderface Brock at um, Survivor <laughs> Series? They overshot that a little bit with that tour, didn't they? They had to downsize a fair bit when Jinder was the champion. They booked him. Um, t- like, say what you like about him, his wrestling ability, and I'm not going to comment on it because I've never, t- never taken a bump in my life, <laughs> but... They did book him terribly. Like, yeah. he could have just been oh, yeah. a, a hero rather than just a sneaky bastard that then you have to work around. And cause they yeah. had to, didn't they? Didn't the commentator, the Indian commentators, sort of try and present it a little differently back then? I can't remember. I seem to remember that was the case. And I was like, or you could have just booked him well. This, this is the thing I don't understand about like targeting new markets, which is something that they should be doing. Yes. Um, like the Indian audience in particular is massive and obviously is underserved because there's not a lot of WWE shows over there. The thing I don't get about these things is why why are we always pushing these people as heels? Yeah. Like if we're using specific wrestlers to try and capture a market, maybe it would be a bit more effective if they were like heroic baby faces. Well, they've done it before, didn't yeah. Buddy Murphy win the the yeah. cruiserweight championship in Australia at yeah, Super Showdown? Exactly, exactly. So you've done it, it worked, and you've gone like, no, that let's. Uh... Yeah, it strikes me as a bit weird. Uh, obviously, right. A home market is going to go nuts for their person regardless. But I just think you would pull more people in yeah, beforehand if the, if Indusher were like faces or mm. whatever. Uh, so, yeah, it's an interesting strategy. They should go and do shows in India because the crowds are, are the, 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 like deeply invested in pro wrestling. I love um, their squash matches, though. Uh, they're murdering. The, the, One of them was Big Body Heavy the other week, wasn't it? It was. Oh, sorry for him. You know what? They they remind me of uh, the Offers of Pain. They're like they're they're a bit clumsy. Yes. They're, they're, I'm not convinced. They fell off the ring apron last week. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not convinced they are any good. And the the powerhouses, big guys, but they're a lot of fun to watch. They remind me of this guy as well. He's absolutely rubbish, and yet he's incredible fun. Like, Um, 
I've just realised, by the way, uh, they might be doing this, and this is a genuinely good thing they did in NXT, and I'm being serious here. I'm hoping they're building up into share so they can just have a big lads match and bring up the Creed brothers from Ooh. NXT, who are, shoot, awesome. Beef. Sidgwick, when we were doing the draft, drafted Julius Creed because he's... He's got superstar potential there. And Brutus Creed does a cannibal. He's going to break both of his ankles, right? This cannibal jump off the apron. But that'll kick ass if they're planning to do that in the future. But yeah, they're building up into share ahead of their India tour, basically. We need more big men tag teams in the world. Yeah. In general. What happened? It's a guilty happened. pleasure. That was not even a guilty pleasure. It's just it's a, the oh. best thing ever. Yeah. The Road Warriors. It's great. Yeah. Like, every, like, yeah, I love all the, the I love the flippy dudes. I love every kind yeah. of wrestling. Well, not every, but a lot. <laughs> 90%. Name a style. I'm into it. Big boys, man. Let's get let's get some demolition, some Road Warrior style, big beefy boys mm. just beefing all over the place. Let's do it. <laughs> right, let's move on to your questions taken today from YouTube's community. So thank you to everyone who contributed. Uh, if you want to uh, contribute in future, just make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel and you'll see the, the questions that Andy Post. posts with the uh, intriguing images of animals on certain yeah, days. Tango man occasionally. <laughs> Um, but yes, we've got uh, several questions. We're actually going to be doing two loads of Twitter questions because... They're not Twitter questions, Adam. Community questions. Because we've got a second news video coming later on today with a whole load more of them. But the first question today comes from Chad WC Michael, who says, if you weren't specifically employed to consume wrestling content 24-7... Not bad life, is it? It's all right, yeah. Uh, what would be your for sure weekly watch and what might you tune out of for a while? Oh, wow. Uh, whoo, wow. Dynamite I would watch. Mm -hmm. Collision's coming up. Obviously, watch give it a chance. First, yeah. yeah, Smackdown I would watch because there's Roman Reigns on it. Um, beyond that, I would watch my Japanese nerd stuff that I watch mm. anyway and like CMLL and stuff. On a weekly basis, I would skip Raw. I would read reports online. Watch some YouTube clips maybe. Yeah, watch watch the stuff that's really hot and really sounds like something I'd be into. NXT is a given. Uh, and it I would, is a given. I would probably mostly skip Rampage as well. Yes, that was what I was going to yeah. say. Um, I think... Oh, when, I, when I used to do a normal job, I often would, because of, you know, social media and what have you, and I get it, but I also then employed the rule of just don't go on social media if you don't want stuff spoiled. Um, it's pretty I would often forward. find if something big happened, like, I don't know, someone returned on Monday Night Raw, chances are I would see it before I get the chance to watch Raw yeah. because... Yeah, I wouldn't wake up three hours before my job to watch it if it wasn't as part of my job. It's, we're very lucky to do this, obviously. Um, but I think you're right. I think I'd probably skim Raw with the clips. I'd watch Dynamite. I'd watch SmackDown. Mm. I would 100%. I'd probably watch NXT Live, if anything. <laughs> um, and I would uh, stop watching Rampage, as I'm going to do in a week's time. <laughs> it's all. It's going to become a, a developmental show, basically, isn't it? Yeah, fair. I mean, it was, like the Championship Night thing was fun this past week, but that's probably not going to be the norm. Mm. It's going to be like WWF heat. I just wish, Andy, I wish I knew who was kind of behind the booking of that sort of thing. But maybe Ooh. there could be a news video later on today maybe informing us of the uh, legend involved in uh, helping out with uh, AEW. More on that later on. Nair Murdoch says, good morning, legends. Hi. Uh, who would you like to see do commentary for Collision? Who do you, and who do you think actually will? Interesting this. Excalibur's got to be the play-by-play -play guy. Uh, he feels like he's the fixture on the main yeah. shows, obviously. Yeah, he's the best. This is the best. Him and Ian Riccoboni are caught oh, yeah. else. Uh, so for the lineup, I would go Excalibur, 
I would probably rotate it a little bit and like, mm -hmm. uh, but definitely Excalibur leading it. Probably Taz because he's so fun and I want him on everything uh, and I love his energy. And uh, maybe I'm going with Paul White. Why not? Okay. He needs a tall Paul needs a gig, man. Is there a chance they take a punt on Jr. leading it anymore? I don't know. I. It seems to me like like Jr. As he gets older and older, yeah, maybe they don't want him doing like the full show and stuff. Because like, if I was like Jr., I'd be really tired <laughs> doing like I, I'm 35 and I could do like a full show. So uh, I don't think he'll do the full show, but maybe you'll see him every now and then. Mm. Yeah. I saw a, a campaign from Mara Ronaldo getting involved. I don't think that's going to happen. There's literally the two commentators that I would watch this show in a foreign language for every week if they installed Mara Ronaldo or Pat McAfee somehow. <laughs> Yeah, you're not a fan of ear bleeding. I don't. I can't be. Like, I understand why people love both of them, and if that's your flavor, I respect that. I would rather listen to literally anything yeah. else. I'd but rather wash my eyes with Vindaloo. But you know what? That's subjective, and that's fine. Yeah. I'm sure people won't be idiots online to you about it. Like what you like and hate what you hate. Exactly. That's how it goes. Um, I do hope, in a roundabout way, this gives another chance for. I don't think it's going to be on collision. But gives us a chance to get more daddy magic on commentary because I thought oh, it was an absolute sensation. And yeah. maybe, you know, with the things the way that's shifting around, maybe obviously they're not they're not doing dark dark elevation anymore, or for the time being at least. Maybe they do rampage now, like yeah. Paul White and uh, a daddy magic combo. Uh, in terms of who I think is going to do commentary, Punk came on everything. It's his show, so <laughs> he's good at commentary. Yeah, as well, so. can I wear your jacket? Oh, God, you, ugh, yeah. I hated that promo. People <laughs> like, oh, it was so funny. No, it wasn't. He was kissing Triple H's ass, and he could tell he hated it. Uh, Maya Jalan, Maya Jalan, apologies, uh, gives us our final question of the day. Good day, fellas. Good day. Um, given that our tribal chief was handed a new belt. Any chance the tag titles will incur the same, felt fa same fa fate even? Uh, or do you reckon WWE are waiting for the first opportunity to split them up again? Ah, I don't feel, I don't get, this is an interesting one because there's not been much reporting on it, has there? No. Uh, contrast with the world titles. I don't get the impression that they're they're hurrying to split it up or no. anything like that. I think that they'll probably will go down the same route. As they've done it now with the, 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 the top title. Um, and you can have the champions bounce back and forth between brands, which probably makes sense in WWE specifically. Yeah, I think they'll they'll get new belts. I think that I think this, you know, the World Heavyweight Championship now the is it called the Undisputed? Can't be, can it? It's just the Universal now. WWE Universal Championship, whatever yeah. you call it. I think it's starting a wave of new belts because I think you. Sti they've still got the SmackDown Women's Championship on Raw and the Raw Women's Championship on SmackDown, so I think they're going to change them. Yeah. I think they're going to, like you say, unify the tag belts. Maybe they'll bring out new women's tag belts as part of, like, Shayna Ronda trying to bring respect back to that. Um, but I don't want them to change the United States Championship. I think that looks great, and obviously the Intercontinental Championship is beautiful, particularly when it is around yeah. Gunther's waist. So I, I think there's going to be a, a large amount of changes um, but yeah, they need to work out what they're doing with the belts first because they've got the NXT Tag Champions, women's tag champs, on SmackDown, which is fine. I love Isla Dawn and Alba Fire. 
but why are they champs and why were they challenged by two people who are now on Raw? Because they don't give a damn. They haven't got a bloody clue what's going on. Uh, and finally, go out today and touch grass. I forgot to pick it and, uh, <laughs> and we're running along anyway. So uh, let us know your thoughts on everything we have discussed in the comment section below. Like, share, subscribe. Subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. Me and the Daily Boys sitting down to review Monday Night Raw a little bit later on today. Uh, thoughts, Twitter questions, community questions at What Culture WWE on Twitter and on YouTube, you know where to find us because we're here. Um, if you want to follow Andy Murray on Twitter, you can follow him at at Andy H Murray. The H stands for. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE, and make sure you join me and Andy later on for today's after news. But for now, thanks for watching. We'll see you soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.